Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com. Today is Wednesday, October the 11th, 2023. I'm Nicole Bivens-Collinson, Managing Principal and Operating Committee Member of Sandler, Travis, and Rosenberg. On October 6th, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, announced its Technology Transitions Rule on Hydrofluorocarbons, or HFCs, used in 40 types of imported and domestically manufactured foams, aerosol products, and equipment for refrigeration, air conditioning, and heat pumps. These regulations are being issued to implement provisions of the American Innovation and Manufacturing, or AIM, Act. In addition, in September of last year, the U.S. Senate had ratified, by a vote of 69 to 27, an international amendment calling for the phase-out of HFCs, the Kigali Amendment to the Montreal Protocol. These new regulations are an effort to meet U.S. obligations. Under this new rule, Manufacturers and importers of products that use HFCs with higher global warming impact would have to switch to climate-friendlier alternatives between January 2025 and January 2028. No one will need to stop using their existing appliances, but new requirements will apply to servicing, repair, disposal, and installation. Exports of these products from the United States will eventually be banned. EPA also proposed a new emissions reduction rule, which provides that fire suppression equipment could still use HFCs to maximize their effectiveness, but that only HFCs recycled from other products could still be used. EPA has already stepped up enforcement of its existing HFC rules, with three companies being fined nearly a million dollars for failing to properly report HFC imports. Last June, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit struck down an EPA rule that would have banned non-refillable HFC cylinders, along with a proposal to require QR code tracking for individual cylinders through the supply chain. Three trade associations had filed the petitions, arguing that those requirements exceeded EPA's authority under the AIM Act, and the court agreed, although the EPA could still appeal the court's decision. And since agency regulations can be subject to legal challenges that can delay or change particular provisions, we'll need to keep continue watching closely on implementation of these new EPA rules. With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world. This is for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. The hiring of an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Ask us to send you free written information about our qualifications and experience. Email us at messages at strtrade.com.